Welcome to Jivamuti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. I'm Jessica, and I noticed that I have a whole bunch of new listeners suddenly. So welcome to all of my steady listeners and all of the new listeners out there. This podcast is a practice podcast, meaning I offer you know one full-length Jivamuti open-level class every month for your benefit. Um, to to practice, you know, at home or if you're on the go, um, you know, you can take your classes with you uh, wherever. Now, for some, this might not make a lot of sense. Like if you're not as familiar with Jivamuti Yoga or if you're not as familiar with sort of some of the, some of the verbal cues um, that you get in yoga class. So it might be better to sort of start with a visual medium of which I offer many. I have a few classes up on YouTube. If you search my name, um, I also have an extensive number of classes on yoga international, which you pay a monthly fee and you, you get Jivamukti classes with me plus beginner classes, basics classes, alignment classes, all like that. So if you need a starting point that's more visual, I would recommend starting there. And then once you're used to the sequences and kind of the way that I word things and the way I call things out, then it'll be easier to sort of understand what it is we're doing on the podcast. <laughs> and if you want to practice with me live, I have many opportunities to do so. If you go to my website, yogastickler.com, you can find my current live stream classes. Some are just streamed. In other words, I talk to the camera and, um, and there's not as much interaction. Some are on Zoom, which is more interactive. So you can sign up for those classes as well. And, uh, and then that can, uh, then I can offer a little bit more feedback on your practice. So I, I teach uh, pretty much five days a week on uh, digitally. <laughs> so if you know if there aren't enough podcast episodes for your liking, or you want more, or you just want more connection with a small segment of the yoga community, or just more connection with a teacher who can provide a bit more guidance, or or, you know, sometimes it just helps with focus and uh, with sticking with it. I tried to take a recorded class earlier today, and I noticed it was very hard to stick it out to the end. So even if only for the purpose of just committing to your practice and kind of doubling down on your on your commitment to your practice this year might be good to come take some live classes. So again, my schedule can be found on yogastickler.com or if you follow me on social media, I post uh, updates about the schedule there. So you can always uh, find ways to sort of plug in and connect with me and connect to other Jivamukti uh, practitioners. I want to thank all of you for you know, supporting the podcast over the years and to all my to all my new listeners out there, I really hope you enjoy it. If you are enjoying the podcast, 
I would ask that you go to my website, yogastickler.com, and click the donate button. Um, it really helps to cover some of the background costs of sort of keeping the, the podcast up online and of recording it and getting it out to you. So, you know, even if, even if you're able to donate like $1 for every podcast you practice to. So if you took, you know, four podcasts, you could contribute $4. That would go a long way towards me keeping these podcasts free and ad-free. I've, over the years, I've considered uh, adding, you know, sponsorship ads or, or stuff like that. And I just really don't want to. So <laughs> help me achieve my dream of an ad-free podcast <laughs> by occasionally uh, dropping a few dollars our way so that I can, uh, so that I can keep it going. Um, anyhow, I am wishing you all the best. I know that it's been a really hard go of things, hard on so many levels, and I know there's so much uncertainty about what the future holds, and um, that uncertainty in and of itself can be uh, stressful. So, you know, as be gentle with yourself, practice when you can, and, and certainly don't beat yourself up or shame yourself on those days when, um, when just practicing just is not possible, right? You need to take care of yourself too. But I will say that in this time, I have never been more grateful for the fact that I've had a consistent relationship with my yoga practice for like 14 years now. So, you know, consistent effort over a period of time produces big results. So for those of you who are newer to the podcast or newer to Jivamukti, I just want to say that the the theme of the class, the sort of philosophical component of the class is inspired by the focus of the month which is on jivamukhtiyoga.com website. Each month it's written by a different Jivamukti Yoga teacher. Uh, this month's is written by Hachi, who is an amazing teacher, wonderful colleague and friend, and it's really an outstanding essay. So if you would just go read it in full, if you're interested in sort of the basis of where the inspiration of this class came out of and that's where it came from the the unbelievably inspiring Hachi and her beautiful essay <laughs> okay we better get on to our practice this is probably the longest intro I've ever recorded but I guess I had a lot of my mind <laughs> or I'm just feeling pandemic talkative. I can't tell. <laughs> you know. Okay. So uh, without further ado, here's your class. Uh, please stay in touch. Feel free to uh, reach out to me if you have any questions about the class. And uh, I hope to see you soon. 
Okay, let's go ahead and get started. So come forward onto hands and knees, and we'll press right back into Downward Facing Dog. And with an inhale, come on forward to a plank position. Shoulders over the wrists, straight arms and legs. Look slightly forward and pull the shoulders back. And exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin down to the floor. Inhaling, slide forward into cobra. Squeeze the elbows towards each other. Exhale, tuck the toes, move the seat back towards the feet. And then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank, shoulders over wrists, straight arms and legs. Look forward again, slide the shoulders back. Exhale, lower halfway down, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Great. Now soften the knees and start to walk forward towards the hands, folding forward over the legs. And then separate the feet about mat width distance apart or so. Bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Bring the hands down to the floor now. Raise the hips up, fold forward over the legs. <clears throat> and then bring the feet all the way together. Bring the hands onto the waist. And lift all the way upright to a standing position. You can, if you want, you can keep the arms down alongside the body or you can bring the hands together up to you. Inhale a deep breath in. Oh. Now I just want you to notice like the balance of the sounds of of om, right? So as we om the next time, just notice like how much o part is there and how much m part, or like do you kind of run out of breath before you've gotten to the m part? <laughs> just just start to notice. <laughs> Inhale a deep breath in. 
I'm willing to bet that just because I brought your attention to it, just because we were paying attention to it, so sort of subconsciously you started to shift and you made a little bit more time for that yummy mmm part at the end, right? <laughs> so this third one, see if you can bring even more. See if you can see see if you could actually kind of balance the oh part and the part so you have more more equal between the parts yeah inhale oh. and and then you can you can open your eyes and we're gonna do a similar thing with the breath. So uh, we're gonna start, I, just to refresh your memory, we'll review Ujjayi breathing for a moment. So this might be review for most of you or it might be new, but let's just uh, kind of all get on the same page together. So inhale a deep breath in, and just for starters, just for practice, open the mouth and whisper a ha sound. Inhale again, this time close the mouth, but whisper that same sound sort of inside the cavity of the mouth. Inhale, try to make the same sound. Exhale, try to make the same sound. Inhale, same sound. Exhale, same sound. Keep going, inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. You try to keep that same tempo going in your mind so you can count inside or you could sort of uh, sort of feel the pace that we've set inside <clears throat> but nonetheless keep that breath going and try to keep that evenness so inhales and exhales are even but then within that start to notice like the the beginning middle and end of the inhale and the beginning, middle, and end of the exhale. So try to notice like is, you know, are you sort of pulling in way more breath at the start and then it kind of tapers off? Or are you starting really slow and then kind of trying to catch up with yourself at the end by taking a little bit more breath? What we wanna do is we wanna have it completely even from beginning to end. So that unlike the way that we breathe normally throughout the rest of the day, it's almost like if you've ever kind of like opened a valve on like a, like a helium tank or something like that, like you want that really, really even breath from 
the beginning to the middle, all the way to the end, right? And the end is sometimes the part that we lose track of. So do your best and keep in mind that it's a practice, not a perfect, <laughs> right? And then we'll, we'll try to sort of keep this idea going throughout the practice, okay? So exhale, arms alongside the body, preparing for sun salutations, and try to keep the breath going along with the movements. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead, palms of hands pressed together, look up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor beside the feet. Inhale, halfway lift to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. And again, try for that even breathing. Not only do the inhales strive to match the exhales, but even in terms of the same amount of air in the beginning of the breath, middle of the breath, end of the breath. Exhale, bend the knees and look forward. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, release the arms. Good. Okay, so perfect. So <laughs> even, that, even that moment where you release the arms at the end of the sun salutation, even that movement, we want to have the, the same awareness of breath and the same awareness of our movement. And we, it's very human. It's very, you know, it's very common for us to kind of like forget about the ending, right? Like we forget about the end of Om. We forget about the end of the parts of the breath. And then when we come out of asana, like we pay a lot of attention going into an asana, but not so much attention about how we're coming out of the asana, right? So, And that's as much a part of that whole process, beginning, middle, and end of each asana. So see if, see if you can, for today's practice, bring a little bit more attention into those, um, into either coming out of things or finishing things, right? Like, you know, stick the dismount, as they say in um, gymnastics. <laughs> Okay, arms alongside the body. Let's try again. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to earth. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, bend the knees, inhale, hop or step forward, feet to hands, exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up. 
Exhale, release the arms. Good. Inhale, reach up. Last times like this. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the earth. Inhale, halfway lift to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, bend the knees, inhale, hop or step forward, exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up. Exhale, release the arms. Good. Inhale, hook your thumbs, reach your arms up and arch back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, lace the hands together, folding forward. Inhale, hands to earth, step right foot back to lunge, lift head. Exhale, downward facing dog, hips high. Inhale, forward into plank. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Upward Facing Dog. Exhale, Downward Facing Dog. Inhale, Forward into Plank. Exhale, Knees, Chest, Chin to Floor. Inhale, Slide Forward into Cobra. Exhale, Tuck the Toes, Sit Back Towards the Feet and then Extend the Legs, Downward Dog. Inhale, Step the Right Foot Forward. Exhale, left foot follows right foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, interlock hands, straightening legs. Inhale, hands to earth, step left foot back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to floor. Inhale, slide forward, Bhujangasana. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the heels, then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Good. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the earth, folding forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, halfway lift to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Reach up for warrior one. Exhale, hands to the earth. Step into plank and lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Reach up, Virabhadrasana one. 
Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, right foot forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor, Chaturanga Dandasana. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, left foot forward, Vira one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back and lower. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha. Exhale, Adho Mukha. Inhale. Exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, bend the knees, inhale, hop or step, feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees. Reach the arms up. Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Inhale, bend the knees. Reach the arms up. Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the earth, folding forward. Uttanasana. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back. Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Reach up, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach to the right for triangle. Trikonasana, right hand down, left arm up. Breathe. Now, don't come right up out of it yet, but start to prepare your mind to come out of triangle. And in particular, pay attention to how you come up to triangle. Like, what moves first or what activates first? What's the series of events that leads you sort of out of your triangle? So go ahead. Inhale, lift upright. Yeah. And then exhale, bend the right knee for warrior two. So just in bringing more awareness into how, into how we are culminating, how we're ending, how we are um, transitioning the, the, the asanas. Good. So again, don't don't leap right out of it yet, <laughs> but but start to bring your awareness and your attention to how it happens. So with it, inhale, go ahead, straighten the right leg and feel everything that goes into happening. <laughs> Exhale, bend the right knee, place the right hand down outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm over the left ear for extended side angle. Caro, I think your stance is a little too long so that, yeah, you want to be able to have your right knee all the way stacked over your right ankle. Yeah, good. 
So again, don't rush right to the next thing yet, but notice as you move to the next thing, notice what moves first. Do the hips move first, the shoulder move first, the hand move first? Go ahead, both hands to the floor. Exhale, straighten the right leg. Inhale, look forward, come all the way up onto your fingertips and pull the upper arms back, chest forward as you look forward. And then as you exhale, fold over your straight right leg for Parsvottanasana. Good, again with an inhale, lift the head and the chest, come all the way up onto the fingertips. With your exhale, move your left hand all the way across to the right side of the right foot for a rotated triangle. Inhale, reach the right arm up, turn the chest to the, to the right side. Caro, I think that's too much. I, put, put your foot back, back a little bit. Yeah, meet me halfway there. <laughs> Good. Then with an inhale, both hands to the floor, bend the right knee, exhale, touch the left knee down to the floor. Inhale, lift the arms up and the torso up, exhale, twist to the right side and you can make any arm variation that you'd like to make for this twist. As an option, tuck the left toes under, start to lift the left knee up away from the floor for one. Good, inhale, both hands down. Now again, pay attention. Don't just fly back to downward dog and give up on it, but pay attention, like what moves first? What Do I have to push my hands first or move my foot first? What happens as you go back to downward dog? Good, inhale, step the left foot forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, reach to the left, trikonasana triangle. Good. E even as teachers, we often kind of give a lot more detail about how, how to begin, how to start the asana, how to come into it, and not so much towards the end and that can give a that can start to bring about an imbalance in how we're approaching the shapes inhale lift up to a standing position exhale bend the left knee Virabhadrasana 2 or warrior 2 Good. And then paying attention to the sort of unfolding sequence of events that gets you out of your warrior two. And then bend the left knee again, place the left hand down outside of the left foot, reach the right arm over the right ear, extended side angle. 
Good. So without just sort of rushing into the next shape, kind of pay attention to how one gets there. Right hand to the floor, straighten the left leg. Inhale, head and chest lift. Bring your chest all the way parallel to the floor. Come up onto the very tips of the fingers. And then exhale, fold forward. Good, inhale, lift the head and the chest, come up onto the fingertips, and then move the right hand all the way across to the left side of the left foot. Reach the left arm up, rotated triangle. Good, inhale, both hands to the floor, bend the left knee. Exhale, lower the right knee down. Inhale, lift the torso up, lift the arms up. And exhale, twist to the left side. You can take any arm variation you want for today. And as an option, tuck the right toes under, lift the right knee away from the floor, standing spinal twist. So notice how oftentimes our mind is like already in the next shape rather than focusing on sort of the transition, like what's, you know, what's actually present and happening. Put both hands to the floor. And then again, with full attentiveness, make your way back to downward facing dog. Could come forward into plank feet together. Rotate onto the right hand, outer edge of the right foot. Left arm reaches up. Especially when the asanas are hard, it can be tempting to just throw it away as you come, come out. But come out with intention and purpose. Left hand to the floor. Feel it. Yeah. And then onto the left hand, outer edge of the left foot. Right arm reaches up. Because as the asanas get harder, the mind wants to get out of them faster. So then we don't pay attention to the dismount. We don't pay attention to the landing. Inhale, right hand to the floor. Exhale, knees, chest, chin. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Sit back towards the feet and then extend the legs downward facing dog. Good. And, it, and again, focus on the breath and making the breath even, both inhales and exhales, but also even from beginning to end.
bend the knees, look forward. Hop or step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. And exhale, stand up, arms alongside the body. Good, turn to face the longer edge of the mat and open the feet wide. Hands on the waist, turn the feet a little bit inwards. Inhale, lift the head and the chest, arch back, squeeze the shoulder blades together. Exhale, fold forward and place the hands onto the floor between the feet. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, fold forward, top of the head reaching down towards the earth. Good. Now maybe walk the hands back a little bit so that the um so that the forearms are like vertical to the floor. Lift the shoulder blades up away from the ears, so lengthen the back of the neck. Good, and then inhale, lift the head and the chest. Reach out and catch hold of your ankles. Good, if it's tough to hold the ankles, you could inch the feet just a teensy bit closer. As you exhale, bend the right knee and shift the hips to the right. Keep both feet flat for this one. Inhale, come back to the center. Exhale, bend the left knee and shift the hips to the left, inhale to center, exhale right side, inhale center, exhale left side, inhale center, exhale right, inhale to the center, and exhale to the left. Inhale to the center and bring your hands onto the floor. And then bend the right knee again, but this time flex the left toes up towards the ceiling. So you're trying to get the toes and the knee to kind of point upwards towards the ceiling. That's it. Keep the right foot as flat as you can. Inhale, come back up onto both feet. Use your hands. Exhale, bend the left knee and flex the right Toes, right knee up towards the ceiling. Inhale, come back up to the center. Exhale, bend right side. Good. Inhale to the center. That's it. Exhale, left side. Right toes flex upwards. Inhale to the center. One more time each side, just like that. Exhale. Inhale and exhale inhale come back up to the center and then move your feet about halfway closer so like a half half a straddle <laughs> and then move your hands um move your hands forward a bit so your hands are more under the shoulders so straight arms and legs and even come up onto the fingertips cupping the hands mm -hmm. So actually the distance between where the feet are and the hands are wants to be about mat width distance apart or so. So your hands are pretty far forward of your feet. Yeah, like one torso length. Like from, you know, if you were to 
measure the length from your armpit to your hips. Yeah. Okay. Now, keep the left hand where it is. With the right hand, hold the left ankle. And then start to bend both elbows and bring your face closer to your left leg. Try to keep the weight balanced on both feet, so don't shift the weight out of the right foot just because we're bending over to the left now. Good, and then coming back to the center, fingertips, and then with the uh, um, left hand, hold the right ankle and pull on the ankle. Bend both elbows a little bit to the sides. Like you're trying to pull your face towards your leg. Good, come on back to the center. Come up onto the fingertips and now move the feet again about halfway closer. So this time I wanna say the feet are about uh, hip width distance apart or even a touch narrower, but there is space between the feet. Grab hold of your ankles. Bend the knees about halfway, almost like you're trying to come down into a squat, but stop about halfway towards your squat. With your hands, pull up on the skin of the ankles and feel how that pulls the shoulders back and the chest forward. Neck is long, look forward. Now with your knees bent, don't, don't change the legs, but try to tip your tailbone a little higher, almost like you're trying to arch your back in this position. And then straighten the legs and fold forward. And again, you can pull up on your ankles, but this time the effect that pulling up on the ankles will have is likely to pull your face closer to your legs. Let's do that again. Bend the knees. Bend the knees about halfway. Look forward. Pull up on the ankles in order to spread the chest and pull the shoulders back. Keep the knees bent. Keep the knees bent. Stay there. Don't be in a rush. Look forward. Lift your tailbone. Then exhale, extend your legs. Fold forward. Third time, bend the knees about halfway. Stay there, pull up on your ankles, look forward. Spread the front of the chest, move the upper arm bones back as you look forward. Lift the tailbone slightly without changing the knees. And then go ahead, fold forward. Last few breaths. Good, lift your head and chest, look forward, release the hands to the floor. Then bring your feet and legs all the way together. And again, the distance between hands and feet is about the distance of your mat. So hands at one edge of your mat, feet at the other edge of your mat. Now with an inhale, lift your right leg to the right side for side leg lifts. Flex the right foot. 
your hands want to be shoulder distance apart. So your your arms should be maybe parallel to one another. Yeah. Good. Much better. And exhale, slowly and mindfully release that leg down. <laughs> Hardest part, because we just want to kind of flop out of it, right? <laughs> but try to, again, keep that sense of attentiveness, attentiveness to the dismount, okay? Inhale, lift the left leg to the left side. Good, same. So instead of just kind of throwing that leg back in place, see if you can bring it back on purpose, purposefully with attention to the floor. Good, keep your hands about shoulder width distance apart. Keep your feet together. Bend your knees between your arms and let your heels lift up. Yeah, so you're gonna just crouch your buttocks near your heels. Crouch all the way down, kind of like that tiptoe squat that we do um, uh, in some of the classes, right? So keep your hands touching the floor or the blocks. Don't let them lift up and keep your heels lifting up high. Start to lift the hips up and extend the legs even if the knees don't straighten all the way. Lift the hips as high as you can with the heels lifting and the hands down. And then bend the knees between the arms. Good. Again, lift the heels high. Lift the, lift the hips as high as you can. Heels lifting high, 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 high. Press the hands into the floor and bend the knees between the arms. Good. Again, inhale, lift the hips high. Exhale, bend knees between arms. Inhale, lift the hips high. This time as you exhale, lower the heels down. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright. And then exhale, turn to face the shorter edge of the mat, feet and legs together. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the earth, fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, hop, step or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Lift high up onto the balls of the feet. Bend the knees, look way past the hands. Hop all the way through to sit down or walk through. And then extend both legs forward out in front of you. Good. Now bend the right knee into the chest and set the right foot on the floor. Hold on to the front of the right shin with both hands and use your hands to pull on your leg and sit up tall and even sit a little bit more forward than you think. Now stay seated up nice and tall. Flex your left foot and lift your left leg off the floor five times. Lift and lower. Mm -hmm. Keep the left leg straight. That's really nice. Not, don't roll back at all. That's great. And then let the right knee open to the right side. 
Place the right foot against the left inner leg and fold over the left leg for Janyu Shirshasana. Great. Now, see if you can make the left leg as active as it was when you were lifting it off the floor. In other words, the foot flexes, the upper leg, the thigh area is active and firm. And then lift all the way upright. Pick up that right knee into the chest with you and then extend the right leg out along the floor. Bend the left knee into the chest. Set the left foot on the floor. Hold onto the front of the leg with both hands. Sit up a little taller and a little more forward. Then flex the right foot and lift the right leg, straight right leg off the floor five times. As you lift the leg, try not to lean back or roll back. Excellent, Mark. Super. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sometimes you get a cramp. It, it happens. <laughs> okay. And then when you're done with your five, open the left knee to the left side. Fold forward over the right leg. Now, there, there can be a tendency to let the extended leg kind of be relaxed, but the extended leg is very active here. In fact, imagine it's that moment right before you lift the leg up and see if you can activate the leg in the same kind of way. With an inhale, lift all the way upright. Bring the right knee up into the chest and then exhale, extend the right leg forward. Bring your fingertips onto the floor on either side of your knees. So right, right beside where your knees are. Flex both feet strongly. Lean forward a little bit and push your fingertips strongly into the floor and see if you can lift both legs up at the same time, straight legs. Push your fingertips into the floor. Yes, it helps to lean forward. Good, and then after your five, go ahead and fold forward. So again, the legs are active, especially the upper legs. See that the upper legs are, um, are, are as firm as if you were about to lift them off the floor. So don't move just yet, but start to like prepare your mind for coming out of the position. And then you're going to lift your head, look forward, see if you can reach your chest a little bit more forward and see if you can continue that 
that sort of forward as you go up. So move the chest forward to lift up. Yeah, good. And then feet to the floor, about hip width distance apart, hands behind the back for tabletop. And with an inhale, press the hands and the feet into the floor to lift up. Good. Lift the head first and then slowly lower the seat down to the floor and then come into child's pose. So we're going to kind of take things step by step, even if this process is very familiar to you. So so try to stick with the the step by step even if you're, you know, even if you're super used to coming into headstand. Like you know how when you drive the same way home all the time, like you start to go on autopilot and you have a tendency to kind of like like sometimes you <laughs> you know <laughs> It'll be that day that you have like an errand to run on the way home, but you kind of zone out and your body like knows the way home. So it carries you home. And then you get home and you're like, oh, but I was supposed to do that thing. Right. <laughs> We're trying to avoid kind of going on autopilot. Right. In our lives and in our practice. So let's take it real slow, step by step. So forearms to the floor, elbows to the floor. Clasp the hands together, interlacing the fingers. Head touches the floor behind the hands. See that the elbows are a little bit narrower than the shoulders. And then tuck the toes under, lift the knees up off the floor. You can stay there with your feet on the floor or you can bend one knee into the chest. And if you're bending one knee into the chest, you can stay there or bend the second knee into the chest. And if you're bending both knees into the chest, then see if you could slowly unfold the legs, pointing the knees up to the ceiling first, and then straightening the, the knees. So the the om the om cycle, you know we we share om together at the beginning and end of pretty much every class, and and om really represents that full cycle the the beginning, the middle, the end, the birth the life and the death of everything that we experience, everything in manifestation, right? So you know, not only with regards to our breath and with regards to our asana, but it can be very helpful to reflect on 
um, in other areas of our of our life. Just to take one example, right? We're at the we're sort of at the beginning of a new year, and and for many of us, towards the end of last year, for many of us, we were focused on what the new year would bring, what our resolutions might or might not be, what we were looking forward to, and I'm not. And I'm not saying it's bad to have things to look forward to. It's good, especially in this very difficult time that we're all experiencing. It's good to have things that we look forward to. But it's also um, it's also helpful to like finish well and to land the dismount well. <laughs> Could be also said for relationships. No. Endings of endings of relationships or uh, I mean most of us have experienced some some form of loss this year, whether it's loss of, uh, literally loss of life or, or loss of jobs or opportunities or um, other things. And, and I think the idea is to not skip over the grief part of it, right? It's, it's important to not to not sort of skip that phase and, and think, think that we can sort of leapfrog that part of the process, right? So if you're still up, I would encourage you to try to come down as mindfully and particularly as we came up so that, again, the coming down out of it is as attentive and intentional as the coming into it. And then go ahead and come into downward facing dog. Inhaling, come forward into plank. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Upward Facing Dog. Exhale, Downward Facing Dog. Inhale, Plank. Exhale, Knees, Chest, Chin to Floor. Inhale, Slide Forward into Cobra. Exhale, Release Down. Any variation of Shalabhasana today, arms alongside the body or behind the back, go ahead, inhale, lift up.
And then exhale, release on down. Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, Dhanurasana. And release on down. Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, Dhanurasana. slowly release down and then roll over onto the back place the feet onto the floor lift the hips up Interlace the hands behind the back. And then release down, place the hands on the floor either side of the ears. With an inhale, lift on up, Urdhva And hey, so even if you have to come down before five breaths, even if you have to come down a little bit early, again, try to pay attention to the, to the, the process of coming out of it what has to move first or activate first or whatever in order to complete. Yeah. Good. Second time, place the hands in the feet and press down to lift up.
chin to the chest. Good, slowly. And then it's like, did I bend the elbows first? Did I have to move the feet first? Like, how did it, how, how did it come to pass? <laughs> how did we get here? <laughs> Place the hands and the feet. And then go ahead, inhale, lift up, third time. And then coming down. Good. Bend the knees into the chest. Bring both knees over to the left side of the body as you look to the right. Bring the knees up to the center and then go the other way. Bring the knees up to the center. And then uh, place the feet on the floor and open the knees to the sides for Supta Baddha Konasana. And you can either stay in Supta Baddha Konasana or come up into shoulder stand.
Shoulder standers come into plow, halasana. And then plows slowly start to roll down out of it. If you are practicing shoulder stand, come into fish, matsyasana. Chin to the chest, release down, and set up for Shavasana.
start to deepen the breath. And bring some movement into the body to wake the body up. And then make your way up to a seated position. Many years ago, a meditation teacher um, said to me, like, try to finish your meditation uh, time, your daily meditation time. Try to finish really strong. Because however you however you finish the previous day's session is how is how your is the quality that you're going to bring onto the cushion for the next day's session. Um, and that obviously uh, resonates with sort of what we've what we've been discussing today. So we'll sit for our meditation, and then just with that idea in mind, I'll I'll give sort of a cue near the end just to kind of like wherever the mind has gone or however distracted you've been just to like really center and focus for those last few moments so that we sort of end as strong as possible and kind of set ourselves up for the next day's practice. So be still and focus either on the breath or on a mantra.
So no matter how else the meditation has gone, whether it's been relatively focused or kind of distracted, wherever the mind has shifted to, just try to kind of double your efforts for the next few moments. Oh. Mm -hmm. 